At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Welcome back to the John Katz Matiti Show. Katz at night now on the line for us. Always a, a treat when he's on with us. A former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, who also was a former CIA director, also graduated the top of his class at West Point. So like John would say, he's one smart guy, right? And the Secretary of State. And yeah, absolutely. Secretary of State Pompeo. How are you, sir? Uh, I'm doing great. It's good to be back with you all this evening. Well, we're, we have a lot of problems in the world, uh, Mr. Secretary. Where would you like to start? Oh, my goodness. Uh, where to begin? Uh, you know, I always, John, when I'm with you, I always start with the biggest problem, uh, which is making sure we teach our kids the right things in school. Uh, we we, we, uh, we saw the heat uh, a year ago where we, we watched school boards being overturned. That is important work. We have to make sure we get that right. The Chinese Communist Party is watching. They're trying to undermine what's taking place here at the United States. And if we don't teach our kids that this is the greatest nation in the history of civilization and we don't teach them the reality of American history and that there are, there are just two genders. If we if we walk away from these things that we know to be true, then all the things I worked on for four years as Secretary of State, CIA Director, uh, those will all be bygone because we'll undermine our republic from inside. I, I think you're 100% right. There's an attack on our, uh, our borders. There's an attack on our legal system. There's an attack on our way of life. Uh, well, what did the Chinese call it, San Zhu or something? <laughs> yes, this is the art of war. How did yeah. the feature uh, shorthanded how, is convince the other guy to take himself out? <laughs> yeah, how did the feature your enemy doesn't even know you're, you're, uh, that he's losing the war? <laughs> exactly right. Exactly right. Where else do we go? I mean, is the Pacific? I mean, they're making so much noise, and it's in the newspapers are not carrying it anymore. You know, they took over the Solomon Islands. It looks like. Uh, Taiwan is uh, uh, is being threatened every day. Uh, what say you? So our Secretary of Defense, the American Secretary of Defense, was in that region this past week, and he said some things that I'm sure that the Chinese Communist Party actually appreciated. Uh, he said, "Well, we're we're not going to we don't seek confrontation. Uh, we don't seek to create a uh, he said a NATO like force. I don't know why this administration continues to talk about the things that we will not do to protect America. They did it in Russia. They said, we're not going to do it. And it's, it's not that you have to agree to do them. It's just, why do you focus on the limitations? You tell the bad guys, uh, these are the things that I'm, I'm not prepared to do. And that tells the, that tells them here are the things that they can do without any risk at all. It's the deterrence that caused the, the collapse in Afghanistan, the failure of that deterrence that caused the collapse in Afghanistan. It's why, Vladimir Putin thought he had a green light in Russia, and it's why, to your point, all this noise around Taiwan and Southeast Asia continues. I think they, uh, the bad guys, John, believe that the president of the United States of America is not prepared to do the hard work of securing freedom and making sure that we're prosperous here at home. And Secretary of State, there was a poll that just came out that uh, so many Republicans as well as Democrats don't believe that the United States will be a democracy in a couple of years. I feel like Americans 
have even lost faith in this great country and the foundation that it was built on. I mean, how do we bring it back to to its glory and its greatness and and have people have faith again that America is the land of the free, the home of the brave and the greatest country in the world? My goodness, I have not seen that poll, Um, but I understand why Americans feel uh, threatened today, feel discouraged. They they see things happening in uh, political leadership and they see our military becoming woke. They see all of those things. What it takes is uh, people from a broad spectrum, leaders who come forward. I'm not just talking about presidents and senators and congressmen. I'm talking about faith leaders and conservative voices in the media and, and teachers and school boards. We all have to defend the things that we know to be true. Don't let them gaslight you. Don't let them tell you falsehood. Defend the things we know. President Reagan understood this better than maybe maybe any president. Um, we had it right for four years, too. This is a great nation. The, the the core ideas that our founders put in front of us, the ideas that we all have the capacity to speak our mind and practice our faith and parents are in charge of their children, not teachers, those are things that the American people understand, and we need leaders to stand up and defend them. When we do, I am confident that that polling data will change. They will come to have confidence in the American institutions that have been so central. The family, uh, the local community institutions have been so central <clears throat> to this great country, and we'll get this thing back. I, I believe that with all my heart. I'm confident we'll get it right. It's going to take a lot of good leadership and a lot of work to rebuild from what's going on in the White House these days. Mr. Secretary, it's uh, Judge Richard Weinberg, sir. I was very troubled by another poll, I don't know if you saw it, that said, were they looking at Democrats, Republicans, or independents, a large percentage, over 40% in each of those categories, believe that we're headed towards a civil war in this country. Would you comment on that? Yeah, I've seen some of that data, too. Uh, I think the the data itself, you've got to look at more closely. I don't believe for a second we're headed for what when people talk about civil war they think of 1865 and appomattox and the bloodshed uh, around uh, america i don't i don't believe that i do believe that we have two competing ideas about america one understands the greatness of our country the other runs around the world apologizing for it one defends individual freedom and liberty and the other wants to uh, centralize government bureaucracy and wants to treat uh, tribes as independent of individuality. Those are two very different visions. And so if you mean, are we about to have a long conversation, a serious conversation about the direction of America? I think the two polls that you each identified highlight that. These are competing visions for the United States of America. I pray that we will get this right. I am confident that we will. The American people are smart and capable, and they will parse through all the noise that the left is throwing at them. And uh, we we will win this thing. We will win this thing uh, competing for the support of the American people who just want to raise their families, live their lives, practice their faith, keep their weapons. All all of the things that we know to be central to our nation, I believe those ideas will prevail. You know, uh, Elizabeth Ann Seton, the first American saint, she had a famous quote, disorder in the society is the result of disorder in the family. And I feel like that is the core issue that we're seeing across America. I know, Governor Patterson, you also had a question for the secretary. Well, um, Mr. Secretary, I was thinking about what you said about what you tell your enemy when you're a leader. And I thought back to an interview that was done with Richard Nixon. It had to be 10 or 12 years after he left office. He said he always thought that he wanted the other leaders 
who were not friends of ours to think that he was a little out of his mind, like he might do anything, <laughs> and that it worked. Well, you're talking about Ronald Reagan too with the laser beams. <laughs> yes, and, and was and, it lasers or phases? Right, and 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 you you don't ever want anyone who you think can do you harm to know that there is a place where that you won't go to protect yourself. Uh, Governor Battis, it's good to uh, to be with you again. Now, that's precisely right. You want to explain to them the things that matter to you, the things that you're prepared to uh, deliver against, that you that you are willing to put some political capital, military risk, diplomatic power against. You want to make clear the things you intend to do, and then you want to leave open-ended what the what the risk to that adversary is. There's nothing they like better than, than hearing a president of the United States saying, we're going to leave Afghanistan on August 13th. At 5.30 p.m. At 5.30 p.m. Those kinds of delineations uh, tell the bad guys precisely where they can move. And that, that goes not only for your adversaries, but that your friends want to know um, that you're prepared to continue to do the things that need to be done. And when you cap that publicly, when you say, here's things we're not prepared to do, you create an enormous amount of risk. Dr. Mihalos, a question for uh, Secretary Pompeo? One of the concerns I have is that are we able to operate in a remotely geographic isolated area like the South China Sea with the presence of hypersonic missiles and these anti-ship missile technologies? And uh, what do you think about uh, the laser weapons that are being developed against satellites? Goodness gracious, those are long answers. (laughs) (laughs) But but very important questions. Uh, I'll start with the top line. We have to make sure that we have the most fearsome kick-butt military anywhere in the world. Uh, that is an imperative for the American people, and I, I'm proud of what uh, I did and what our team did for four years uh, to continue to build that second. The South China Sea is a tough place. It's a long way from home. It's pretty remote from where we are, uh, but we do have the capacity to operate there today. But whether it's whether it's a cyber risk or you talked about advanced systems, whether that's hypersonic or laser capabilities that lots of nations are working their way through. Uh, they just mean that we have to continue to make sure that American technology isn't stolen by the Chinese Communist Party and used for their benefit. And second, that our military is focused on its mission. Its mission is not to be uh, training every day and always on diversity, equity, and inclusion. Its mission is to make sure it's prepared to fight that next conflict. And the South China Sea and South China Sea and the Chinese Communist Party are central to that capacity. Secretary Pompeo, thank you for everything you've done for our country and thank continue you all. Bless and you. continue to speak out for our country. And, and Dr. Michalos, thank you for being here today. Governor Patterson, Judge Weinberg, Lydia Serrano, and what do we stand for? Truth, Truth justice, justice, and the American way. way. God bless America.